of the Lord is of our sitting those presses. Good morning to us all. Happy Relationship Sunday. I trust that the Lord will, will help us this morning. The message is beyond the time, but I trust that which means I will have to depend on the Holy Spirit to, to be able to, to do what God wants to do this morning. I pray we help us together in Jesus' name. You know, this teaching I want to teach us this morning, one of the last things I will, I will always love, the last thing I will always want to teach is on this subject matter because me, myself, teaching is... is, is about to start the journey. So which means after now, I will have to listen to this message myself so that myself also can be blessed. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. The scripture says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and every other thing shall be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. What is, another, what is God telling us this morning? That be driven by your vision, not by your needs, not by your desire. Seek first his kingdom. Look at the internal things. It is in pursuing our vision. It is in pursuing that which God has battered within us that our needs will be met. Our needs is in our vision. Our needs, our finances, is packed in our purpose. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Part of what I want to teach you is look is embedded in this book. Somebody came to the family house sometimes ago. That was last year. And donated this into the library. I don't know any of us have come across it. So I'll be teaching you, can I be married already? It's a young lady who wrote this book, who had started her journey with Christ since the age of 13. It's one of the books I, I recommend anywhere in the world. I just, it's, somebody just brought it and I've read it. So I stole something from it, page 42, which is part of what I will be teaching us this morning. 
I have a gift for somebody who can read it between now and Wednesday, and you summarize it in just four pages of higher education, then I, I will, then you have your gift. The first person. In fact, how will, will I desire not just not the executive, but the members of the house to pick it up? So, the pressing, the uh, the solution, the answer to your pressing questions are inside that lab. It's just that you need to be deliberate to pick up a book and read. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> what you are looking for is is in your is in the house. No wonder the Yubo said they can hide. If you want to hide things from the Africans, hide it in the middle of the book because uh, the reading culture is not, I've, I've not been emphasized in our views. And I believe as leaders, we are the leaders of now. You are already a leader. No, I don't know, the leaders of tomorrow. What tomorrow is now. So we need to invite a reading culture. I, I, I borrowed a concept from page 42 of that book, which I'll also be sharing with us this morning. Holy Spirit, I engage you this morning. I ask that beyond what has been prepared, you deliver your word expressly. You will satisfy our hunger. You will lead us aright. You help our perception. In the end of it all, our life shall be filled with joy and peace. In Jesus' name, we are praying. All right, the, the focus today is designing the one or designing your mate. That is the title of what we'll be discussing this morning. But based on Wednesday when our sister asked, how do you know the will of God? I just want to brush into that in the next 10 minutes. What you can do, you can do to help me this morning is to just pick up your books and jot down. But I will not emphasize much on it because of time so that I can actually focus on the topic. And I want us to appreciate the General Secretary and the Sisters Coordinator. Can we clap for them? For they have done justice to this uh, subject matter. And by what, what they discussed yesterday is also in this book. So they are fast. I celebrate you guys. Secretary is a reader. He reads a lot. He reads a lot. I think he read, he read more than me. He read more than me. He reads a lot. Me, I'm a lazy person. <laughs> but it's good to read. He <laughs> reads, he reads a lot. He reads a lot. I think it was him that actually drive me to buy some, some relationship books. We are still in my office, I've not had time. Samala, I've dusted and dusted myself, but I trust the Lord. You. Trust the Lord will help me to, to read them. You know, it's just the work anyway. But I should not hide under the work. I should. It, 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 it should cost me something. I should wake up. Even when I'm dozing, I should still keep reading it, beat myself, just because I want to accomplish something. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. To be great in life, you need to pay sacrifice. So you understand? You need to pay sacrifice. You need to pay sacrifice. See all these are fathers. You want to, you want to, you want to hear them often and often. I tell you the labor, they read books. Bishop will read books. That man read books, I tell you. That man read what? Books. How many of us listen to Ibeko? I follow him bomber to bomber. You read books. You read books a And that's what you can say about this ministry today. God bless us in Jesus' name. You know, 
uh, people feel nervous discerning the will of God. And they think it's a difficult thing to attain. It's not difficult at all. You know, enemy, the arch enemy, Satan, wants you to feel that God does not want to speak with you. Want you to have a perception that God does not want to relate with you. But the God that I know, he wants you to hear his voice. He loves you, he cherishes you. His intention is that you get things right. His intention is not for you to get things wrong. And if you begin to change your perception and you begin to walk with God, you definitely know his heart. Praise the name of the Lord. Is it not, is it not the same God that said in the book of James chapter 2? If any man lacks what wisdom, let him ask of me, of God, who liberally, freely gives to all men. It's not that like God enjoys hiding mysteries from us. He enjoys unveiling his secret unto his children. The kingdom mysteries, God does not enjoy hiding it. He wants to reveal to you. He wants to expand them to you. He wants you to comprehend them. He wants you to absorb them. You know, a lot of us, this morning I will not be Maybe not more of scripture, basically. Maybe not the spiritual thing, per se. You know, we are spiritualized, relationship, marriage, much from where we come from, and has not really helped us. If I tell you all, I don't want to mention the names of all the mess people have had and listened to their messages, very good. But I arrive at a conclusion. That's what I've come to share with you this morning. Another challenge we have in the body of Christ, while we are not hearing God, is that we ourselves we want ready-made things. We want somebody who will just prophesy to your life. We just want somebody who will tell you this is what God is saying. But I believe a good leader will not tell you the will of God. A, a good leader will tell you or teach you how to design the will of God. How to hear God for yourself. Once you get that right, I'm telling you, every other matter gets settled. Is it marriage or business, career-wise, you get this right. It's to teach us how to be confident in God so that you and I can always make the right decision. That's what I believe any leader anywhere across the globe will want to do to the people that God has called them to lead. Praise the name of the Lord. Point number one. Five ways to discern the will of God. Somebody say, I don't know what God wants me to do. No, number one, does my thinking line up with the scripture? Whatever I am doing right now, check righteousness, peace, and joy in it. Romans 14, 17. Is it part of what I will say in the, in the main topic itself? For the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. This, this decision, job, friendship, relationship, making me more holy, making me more righteous, making me more mature, but may not necessarily make you happy. Then that's the will of God. For the kingdom of God is not in meat and drink, but what? Righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Our speaker have dwelt on it yesterday and on Friday. If it's the will of God, peace is demonstrated. If it is the will of God, there is righteousness. And there is 
joy. Because the will of God will make you like Jesus. Tell the neighbor beside you, the will of the Lord will make you more like Jesus. Ask yourself, is embracing this opportunity making me more like Jesus? There are a lot of opportunities. But this one I want to double into. Is it, will it make me more like Jesus? If it is, it is the will of God. The religious relationship I have been to, I have been in, though has lasted for four years. People are waiting for us to give them a letter of my, uh, his invitation letter, what do we call it? But I think we need to break up in this relationship, though it may cause pain. But the end of it is that it will make me look more like Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Me, I'm not quoting scripture or quoting Genesis. It is good for a man to. I'm not coming from that dimension this morning. <laughs> I know we know that we can always go back to our messages and books. Point number two: the will of God is like a white pasture. If you know God's love, you know His character. I've said it in my previous teachings. His nature to identify His will will not be difficult. If you know who God is, you know His love. You know his nature, you know his character, you know his ways, you know the way he do things. To design his will will never be difficult. Holy Spirit will always give you a green light. And if you get to a point that Holy Spirit is giving you a red light, is that he has been speaking to you, but you have, you have been overriding the Holy Spirit. What will Holy Spirit will do? We will not force you. We will just be looking at you. There is several ways God speaks to us. You could feel a burning sensation in your heart. You could feel a burning sensation in your stomach. I don't know if somebody has feel like that. These are the way. There is just a way you will get to know that this is, I am heading in the, in the right direction. Romans 7, 23. Display it. Time will not permit me to read. What the citation the, the of Apostle Paul. We don't know the will of God any longer because we have overridden the Holy Spirit. He has allowed the flesh to take over and not yielding to the Holy Spirit. So, but I see another law in my members. Warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity the law of sin, which is in my members. Then I could not desire the will of God. But if anybody can, here can repent and return to the Holy Spirit, it will convince you in the way that you should go and it will direct your path. Point number three. I'm not pressing on them much. I'm just trying to just break out the point. Number three, be attentive to how you feel internally. Do you feel peace? Or do you feel nervousness? Is it pressure that is driving you? These are the way you check. But once it is, it, there is peace, trust me, it's the will of God. Number four, check the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. A portion of the Bible, is it Psalm 199, is it verse 30 now, says, Your word have I eaten in my heart that I might not sin against you. We don't know the, know the right decision to take. Or we don't know the will of God because we have not eaten the word of God in our heart. They've said it yesterday. Hide God's word in your heart. Then it will not be difficult to desire the will of God. 
I, Galatians 5.22. Check the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, and self-control. As you are making a decision, you begin to know what type of fruit is coming out of it. Is it fruit? Is it the fruit of the Spirit or the fruit of the devil? Because you have good and bad fruit. With that, you know if it is the will of God or not. Am I growing impatient? Am I growing long-suffering? There are times you want to make, make a decision. God will drag you back. It's not your time. It's building patience. It's building capacity. It's building long-suffering. Then it is the will. Then you are abiding the will of God. But when there is anxiety, anger, depression, hatred, it's not the will of God. Another point, but lastly, you need to grow and mature in how God communicates with you. Some of us here have prophetic gifts in dream. If you are here, you dream a lot. You have a prophetic gift in dream. And this is one of the ways God speaks to us. Some of us, God floods us a lot with dreams. Maybe some of us does not have that grace. But you need to decode. You need to grow and mature in how God communicates with you. Learn that. Read books. Learn how to decode what God is saying. Learn God's language. Every one of us have language with God. That is what do I mean by this. We have language with God in the sense that there is a way God has designed to speak with individual. Your desire this morning is not to ask anybody what God is saying. You should strive to hear God better yourself. Learn how God communicates with you. Mature in it. This principle is applicable to your marital life and every aspect of our life. So, it's not difficult. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. We need to groom our understanding of God's will, not limiting it to spiritual things. In fact, what is your own will? What do you want for yourself? When you wake up this morning, did God tell you to put on? Did God tell me to put on this suit? It's what I have already pre, pre, prearranged in my mind yesterday. Somebody was in my room pressing our clothes yesterday. I said, I already have a plan. No. But because security is, is going to wear, uh, I need to, I feel like wearing the same thing with him today. It's not be good I wear native, he's wearing, say, okay. So it's not, I don't need to begin to pray about that or begin to seek the face of God. What do you want for yourself? What is your goal? What is your vision? What do you want for yourself in year 2020 and beyond? Then God will help you to accomplish it. Scripture says it desires that we prosper. And be in good health. That's part of the prosperity. Even as your soul prosper. So it's not difficult, my brethren. The Lord will brood over his word in our heart in Jesus' name. Now designing your mate. Page 42 is part of one, one of those things I, I coined out to teach us this morning. Yeah. The angle I'm coming from this morning is that things to look for when we are making a decision to marry someone. The first question this morning is, is there really such a thing as the one? We have listened to so many messages. Fine. I'm not rubbishing them. 
But I think when I read this book, it also helps me to balance some of my understanding. It is not true that there is only one person in the whole wide world you can marry. <laughs> I'm not just teaching theory here. I'm teaching... I'm not the one that have experienced it. But I'm talking of what I have seen. There is nothing like that. That this is just the one person that you should marry. Just follow up my statement. When we look at the practicality of it, what I do believe is that God leads us to perspective. And you get to make a choice about who you marry. And the reason you make that choice is that you are going to make a choice to love them every blessed day. You are going to make a choice to serve them every day. You are going to make a choice to choose them every day. But does God have a say in marriage? Yes, he has a say in marriage. Does he make you marry someone? No. Can he make someone marry you? No. Let's open our Bible to the book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 22. Matthew 19, 5. And Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Just read any of them so that I can just move forward. Proverbs 18, 22. He will find a wife, find a good thing, and obtain favor from the Lord. Yes. Yes. Uh -huh. A man shall leave his father and be joined to his wife. The two shall become one flesh. He will not force, even though God is saying, This is your wife or your husband, he will never force any, any of the party to marry themselves. Why? Because we have a free will that God has given to us. Marriage is about free will. Marriage is about choice. And the greatest gift God has given every one of us is the ability to choose. Yes, like I said, God will say, ah, you these two people, you match together, you will really be a good match. And if the other party does not choose, it's not going to work because God is not a, a witchcraft or a witch or a wizard that will manipulate. God is not going to manipulate the other person's will in order for them to marry you because we will regard that one as a witchcraft. That is the God I know. God does not manipulate. Praise the name of the Lord. But is there, the, is there really the one According to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14, what I know is that God has stipulations in the world, in the word of God. And that when it comes to marriage, the, break, the biggest stipulation of God is that you must be equally yoked. Just like the former prayer secretary raised a prayer from that part. What does it mean to be equally yoked? Simply means that our body our soul, our spirit are heading in the same direction not only concerning God not only concerning his kingdom but concerning your vision and your purpose are we together this morning I'm not teaching doctrine 
I'm teaching what I've seen in the Bible. And based on research and books, I've also have read. We also, all of us are on the journey together. Praise the name of the Lord. Anytime I come to preach, my focus, my aim, what I want to accomplish in the teaching is to strike a balance. Praise the name of the Lord. But be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? The first way to design the will of God, whether concerning marriage or anything, is packed in this statement. Let's go back to Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. The relationship I am, I am in presently, ask yourself, is it leading me unto righteousness? First thing to look for is that, is this relationship unto righteousness? Is this person I am with, is he inspiring me every day to walk uprightly before God? Is it inspiring me to become better? It's just an emphasis of what I've been said by the secretary and the sister's coordinator. Is this person inspiring me to love God the more? Is it helping me to choose righteousness and goodness? In our conversation, am I being challenged? Am I loving God the more? These are the things you look for. Am I growing in righteousness? Am I growing in goodness? It doesn't mean that we have to pray the same way. It doesn't mean we attain the same spiritual height. But this person understands that I, I love God. And he also or she also loves the Lord. And he or she is excited about that. And we always contribute to my life to ensure I keep loving God more. And I keep moving forward in my journey and in my destiny. If that is in place, the person is a potential mate. Praise the name of the Lord. It doesn't mean we both of us have to be in ministry. It doesn't mean I have, to, I have to be called to be a pastor, this and that. But these are primary things to look for. It's a clue that is the will of God. It must be unto righteousness. Praise the name of the Lord. Point number two is unto peace. You will observe and you will feel peace anywhere God is. One of the markings of God's presence in our life and in your decision is that there is a sense of peace. Peace accompanying God's will. If you are in a relationship presently and you feel peace continually, then you are, then you are, you are on track. Not just in your, within yourself, but in the process of the relationship itself, there is peace. As I'm cutting somebody, peace should be demonstrated. Well, we are dealing here, in, we are dealing with two imperfect people. We quite understand that. Yes, yeah, small issues we always arise that keep us worrying against each other. But yet, in the end, peace is demonstrated. Praise the name of the Lord. I may have an anger issue. The other person may not know how to give a stingy issue. I may have trust issue. But peace is prevalent in the process. Then that peace will help both of you to move forward. That's why the little challenges you may have. 
because you, the peace itself will help you to accomplish it, overcome it. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Are we together this morning? Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. And let the peace of God rule in your heart, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. I read for Amplify. And let the peace, so harmony which comes from Christ's rule, act as umpire, I underline word, umpire continually, in your heart, deciding and settling with finality all questions that arise in your mind, in that peaceful state, to which as members of Christ, one body you are also called to live, and be thankful, appreciative, giving praise to God always. Number one, must lead on to righteousness, unto peace, number two. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 14. Where there is no counsel, where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselor, they are received. Even people around you, like your father's spiritual, father's spiritual, mothers, then themselves will feel peace in the choice you have made. It will tell on them too. And it's good when we are in a relationship, we carry our elders along too. They want to trust, not just anybody. Those who have labored over your life. Not anybody I can bring around my life. Not everybody I can share my life with. That will help us. I'm only, I've only come to share practical things this morning. Praise the name of the Lord. Number three, it must lead unto joy. Joy is the next thing or next way to design the will of God for your life. Is there a level of joy? There is no way God's hand will be on something and there will be no joy. Is it possible? <laughs> the hand of God is on something. <laughs> that will be joy. Joy will fill the atmosphere. Joy will fill your heart. Joy will fill the heart of your partner. Even though things may be difficult, trying to leave out things right, we are, we are joyful because God is perfecting everything for his own glory. You should feel joy. Joy is a clue that God is in your decision. Joy is a clue that God is in my decision. Joy is a clue that God is in my choice. Joy is not based on circumstances around us. You may have a difficult moment. Joy is not, it's not based on things happening around you. Joy is an internal knowing. Even though there is conflict, joy will be unmovable. You can't take away joy. It's done like that. Joy is given by God and is sustained by His presence in our lives. Praise the name of the Lord. Joy is a kingdom reality. Joy is an internal, rea internal reality. The Lord help us in Jesus' name. Other things to look for, look for core values. Marry a teachable lady, marry a teachable guy. In fact, let the person you want to marry be a lover of God than you. Let him love God more than you. Faithfulness is another thing you check for. If a person is aligned with God, things like cheating, 
character issue will not be a, will not be a big deal because God will break the God has has broken the person or will is in the process of brokenness. The person you want to marry must be hardworking. He or she does not even value her life. How will he value? They value or take care of you. You can You must marry somebody who is hardworking. Yes, it's one of the clue. No wonder they said two days ago that look at yourself. Can you mark? Can I marry myself if I'm if I'm to be a lady? Love somebody who loves to smile, who loves to laugh. It's another thing you look for. Somebody who makes you laugh always. So that when you go, you go out and come back and there is somebody that will just excite you and make the rest of the day fun. Why did I say emphasize this point? Marriage is about marrying your friend. Let me speak Yoruba to the Yoruba people. Or Yes. We marry our friend. Fair or Tell the neighbor, marry your friend. Yes. You must marry your friend. Marry somebody you can come home with and be normal with. You have gone all where you have been. Look at normal. You say what's happening to you? But once you come, your 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 mood will change because you are coming to meet your friend. Hallelujah. My message is not spiritual. <laughs> all right. <laughs> They've said it all. I'm only just uh, adding the uh, icing sugar like Sister Victoria we had to her cake. Glory to God. Marry person you can pray with is very important. That's another thing. Me, I'm not talking in context of prayer warrior now. Because many people have But marry person you can pray with. You can rub mind with, you can intercede together. You must wake up every day, you can pray together. Ah, my dear, I have not prayed today. Oh, let's set time aside to pray. Marry somebody you can pray with. Marry someone you are attracted to. I will emphasize on this. I am not talking about lust here. I will explain. Remember you are going to sleep with the person? Remember you are going to make babies with the person? Well, but don't make your decision on physical athlete. Don't make your decision on physical athlete or based on loss. The breast you are looking at will sag tomorrow. The be top that is attracting you will sag one day. Then if that is not in place, then with me there is more really tangible thing that hold you together. But that is the beauty of the mind. We said it. Praise the name of the Lord. I'm not spiritual this morning. <laughs> ah, if you look at that, eh, oh my God. A lot of men of God say, we will love God, we love God. They suffer their ministry. 20 years, 25 years drag. It's not easy. I tell you. 
But God just allows some of us to sit down on this thing so that, ah, my son, you have seen me, don't make mistakes. You've seen one, you've seen two, I've seen three, four, five, six, seven, ah, I rise up. I can't just, I cannot marry any of So it's not just about just quoting scripture. So you understand? These things are important. Marry somebody that even you're talking, you you have a vision to raise godly children. We want we want we, we both wanted to build the kingdom of God. You know, I told you, son, build God's kingdom. One of your vision is that both of us want to build the kingdom of God together. Another vision. Marry somebody Marry so I said earlier, marry somebody you're attracted to. Because we've seen some people marry and there's no level of attraction. Are you yourself dressed well? Well, all these things are good. Well, it is recorded that men pursue women position. Even though God has spoken to you that it is the man, don't, you don't need to talk. Just position yourself around them. So socialize. Don't always hide yourself inside the room. Socialize. And have fun, play game, crack jokes, just be everywhere. These are the these are the way you position yourself. Most of us we don't position ourselves. You don't dress well. You don't. Some of us we dress like uh, a, a twenty-year-old lady is like twenty, uh, like thirty or thirty-five already. Then which man will look at your side? Have you not seen that past, pastors have uh, beautiful wives? I'm from the same track. I'm speaking your mind. <laughs> one of one of one of the praise the name of the Lord. Beyond excitement, uh, I really want us this. <laughs> I want us to absorb this perspective. <laughs> one of one of the people I've listened to that. I think she's very practical in her teaching. She's a Reverend Felix. Yes. I, yes. I love listening to her. I love her. I've listened to her. Listen to her. She's, she's, she's quite okay. I've listened to Billy Akoni. I've listened to a lot of messages on, from Peace House for Marriage. That I've, I've lived. My, my small daughter also speak on. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot that I, I know we all know. The Lord is helping us in Jesus' name. Then we look at education as well. Your language is shaped by your level of experience. Imagine you are a, B, a, B, a BSc holder, the person is in secondary school that you can't. Your level of compatibility and level of your thinking, you know, when you are thinking something, you, you need somebody you can align with. Those things are very important to my people. Especially in a day like, in an age like this, men are not only the breadwinner. The women also are breadwinners. You're not just in just to eat alone in other areas of life. You need to be compatible. Well, maybe the, the, the husband has masters and the, the wife is a professor. Don't be intimidated, but at least we can at least say both of you are 
may not actually be exact level of education, but at least close, match, and we are moving forward together. Praise the name of the Lord. Marry somebody who is willing to fight for you. Marriage is about fighting for each other all the time. Somebody who can defend you before his or her friend. Even when in-laws, relatives are saying something, no. One of the ways you can honor your wife is that you don't have, when you want to take your wife outside to a program and they are doing her anyhow, say, no, 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 you can't take her away from there. You can't keep her. You disrespect her, you disrespect her. Men pursue women position. Men, we are saying, I am the pursuer. I am the women are the, the, the ones that position themselves to be pursued. Ladies, stage yourself, I'm to position myself. There is a story that I heard that, or we are told that, a man, if a man has talked to a lady and she has smiled back at her, at him, and she had agreed, he called you one, second time, third time, fourth time. I think the lady too can also start calling too. It's not always saying the man should be called. Both of you should be responsible. Praise the name of the Lord. Don't always say, I am a lady, man should always buy some people. You can also buy some but men, they be an example. <laughs> like a football match, we have a goal. Is it we want to go and score a goal? But we must be a team. It's so surprising that you may think it's the only MS that's going to win the match. It's just somebody who is just playing, maybe for the first time on the football pitch. It's about being a team. So know that uh, you and your spouse, you are a T, and two are better than one. As according scripture, for the what? I will not complete it for us. Ecclesiastes. For they will give it or warmth to each other. It's in our Bible now. <laughs> two are better than one. Matthew 18, 20. I'm wrapping up already. <laughs> the message is for, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in their midst. What am I trying to coin out from this place? It's not the normal interpretation we will give to this verse. But marriage is powerful because you have people you are working in agreement with. That's what makes marriage powerful. Once a man and a woman agreed, no father, mother, or him, or anybody can shatter their plans. The people in Genesis, for they proposed to be the tower of Babel, it's not because it was a negative motive they had. That's why God had to shatter it. But if it had been the right motive, not to be the tower to heaven, God would have allowed it to go on. Because the Bible said they are, for the people are one. So marriage is powerful. Because you have people you are working in agreement with. The number one person that dictates whether your dream is going to come true is your spouse. 
And the job of every spouse is that they understand the calling and assignment on their spouse's life and they can articulate it. Women are to, are to incubate the vision of their spouse while the men are to fertilize the vision of their spouse. You understand in biological concept of fat, sex, fertilization, and conception. We have so much focus on the supernatural things, but the physical side of it is so also important. Praise the name of the Lord. But we have too spiritualized the, the context of marriage. And that's why a lot of youth are so confused. You know, in our church, we have gone with the matchmaking, matchmaking this one with this one. Some of our fathers believe in the ideology that uh, if you have not married within the church, you are not doing the correct thing. Some of those things are not consistent with the scripture. If I begin to teach you that, it's not, it's not consistent. But something we can hold on to ourselves and teach other people. That's what I believe in. Just like some of us share our experience, there is internal knowing. You may just meet somebody for the first time. That's just a knowing. Say, this is your husband, this is your wife. They, someone who just say, I just knew. He could even be a non-believer. He just knew. Everybody has that man, that internal knowing. Not necessarily be a believer. I just knew. If I didn't stop in this life, what about our fathers who did not get their life to Christ? And they are doing fine their marriage also. You see now, you have to balance it very well. I just knew. So there is also an internal noise, another way to decode. Prophecy, we can look for prophecy as well. Prophecy adds to the confirmation. But there are basic things to look at. Men dress well, women dress well, look beautiful, look attractive. If God is leading you to put on your ring, wear it. It's not. If. I don't. Some of these doctrinal things that are not consistent. I don't. I don't flow with them. Let me share a story with you. I. I. By the grace of I've had raw meat. I sat with parents. Many years ago, Bishop Francis Waloke from Sword of Spirit Ministry in Ibadan. How many of us know him? Is it 1980 or 1990? Mm-hmm. 1990. There was a time he had a, a conference of international, it was a conference of ministers. You know, Bishop Francis Waleoke and Bishop Oedeko are the two, one of the people I know, really, really flowing the trend of Archbishop Vidalsa when it comes to the kingdom. Yes, Am I correct? Yes, the kingdom prosperity. Bishop Francois Lioke knew Idausa even before Bishop Oedeko, but he was smarter. Like, <laughs> he was smarter. Idausa said, Who is this man I've come to shape my territory under my own domain? Who is that man? Say you. And that's how they, they relate together. And he took him to a secret place. Pour his grace upon his life. You will never be poor. Release the grace of kingdom prosperity. Just have Bishop Idausa that will put here, that will put gold, earring, wear chain, everything, just to show that 
Well, the belief of our father in those days that if you wear Mercedes Benz and all those things, they are, you, are, you are a sinner, all those things. But it was the one that changed the ideology. Now, back to the person I'm talking about in Ibadan. He teach some of our fathers, who father me, tell us that one of the things he taught them was that why will a pastor and all this does not believe in perfume, ordinary perfume? Put on perfume, good, good, good and uh, this kingdom thing is not, you don't have to be poor to show that you are holy or. Abi, we, we don't demonstrate the kingdom of God very well when we demonstrate it in a, in a, in a proper concept. So these are some of these fathers that begin to change the ideology of these young young ministers of God we see across the across the country today. It just saddens my whole heart because in in year 2000 a lot of things changed. I one of my father in Lagos, who is an apostle, apostolic glory by the grace of God, is happily married with uh, three kids. Told us that he gave his life to Christ in the first Lagos future. He, let, he told me that things have things changed in that year. And some same minister of God arises, and uh, there were some of them were not fully baked, and they begin to also raise other children. You know, if somebody's life is not correct, there's no way you can impart well to other people. And the whole thing just begin to go down the drain. And that's why we have strange heretic teacher across, across the globe today. But these are one of the pioneering fathers in the country that shaping our mindset about the kingdom of God. Praise the name of the Lord. So I believe with this, Holy Spirit will help us in Jesus' name. Marriage or relationship is not complicated. Marriage is God's idea. You must be equally yoked. I preach this in camp. I see batch B1 or batch B2. I said just like an oxen. How many of us have been in car when they are taking you into the car? See this fine uh, ridge. You see? Yeah. You think they use a mechanized uh, uh, machine for it? No. They ox, they, they tie two cows together. And if two cows will work together to accomplish that, they must be equally yoked. So Yoking talks about vision, purpose, destiny, must be yoked together. That's the concept. You must be equally yoked. So you know that you can't marry an unbeliever. She understand it. It doesn't work. I should not talk about that, but I still need to emphasize. We all know that. If one, if a cow is moving forward, the other one is slant, like a, a big distance behind. They can't walk together. So marriage is about going together and working together. Praise the name of the Lord. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Enemy hates marriage, but the cycle of the enemy shall be broken in our life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hey lady, don't be too far to speak to a guy. Let the guy be the one to tell you. Anybody that's interested in you, we tell. And if people are flocking around you, flocking around you, and you are causing confusion to Ross, ask him, Rossi, bro, what is the less divine relationship? Why can you be? You can't just be allowing. If you know the destiny, you can't just be allowing people to flock. 
around. What about wasting? You just move around people, move around people, move around people. While I was on campus, a lot of pressure came. Especially from the fellowship I come from, uh, you know, being a, one of the top figures in the fellowship, respected person, uh, you know, those spiritual brothers and all those things, make people flow around you, you know, our friends have engaged and the pressure comes, ah, bro, do that, say no, I, for now, I just, I understand myself and let me just focus on what God wants me to focus on, my time will come. So we have, I have first pressure too, but I stand by the grace of God. And if I make a decision then, I don't, I will just mess up a lot, mess up a lot of things. Maybe I will not be here today if I disobey God. Praise the name of the Lord. So it's not just been te teaching theory here. I have had struggles too. I'm not trying to be a saint here. I have, a lot of us have had where we have fallen and make mistakes in time past. In other, maybe other areas of life. But glory be to God, we are standing today. I said, the, I was saying on Friday that the process of becoming one starts on the day a man and a woman sleep together. You are not yet one when they, they, they tie you, they, they join you together. Well, we will call it in a religious concept. Because there is a spillage of love that night. Except the person is not a virgin. But glory be to God, there is an encouragement because we are virgin in Christ. Though we have made a mistake in time past. And we have had sex before. Pray that God, that there is a soul tie that needs to be broken. Because the number of people anybody has sex with is the number of persons accorded for you in heaven. Because it's a, a, a covenant of flesh and blood. So, don't let us focus only on the spiritual. Marriage is carnal in my own definition of marriage. Why? Because it's a covenant of flesh and blood. And if you have made mistakes, that's why we need to cry to God for mercy. And, you, and the second process of becoming one is also when both of you choose to know each other every day. But it all started that very night. That's the reason. So it's not just catching for. There are mysteries behind it. I believe everybody here will make a decision not to just marry anybody. That is the perfect will of God. That is the alternative will. The alternative will is not the best. But the perfect will of God. The free will is when you are just Adam. Yeah? God will allow you to do it. But at times in God's mercy, God will just allow you to have that free will. You make a mistake, it will still return back. But a lot of things have been shattered already. But you still have mercy on you. And you have to embrace what you have to offer you at that point in time. Because you, your disobedience has affected you. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Let me stop here. <laughs> so, when I teach like that, I just, just want to talk about just the theory, but life applications. 
People, young youths can also teach about marriage. Yes, we are right to teach about it. But why? Because what solidify the message is not just, just teaching now. Even though I've not physically been part of it, but what I've seen around me are big wisdom. You get? To see that, ah, Lord, we can't help our life. Help our life. Help our life. Glory to God. I believe some pressing questions have been answered in our heart. This is a Sunday service. I can't be raising questions and answer. Let's rise up on our feet. As we just, I just want to worship God. Uh, music director just help me with one or two songs. And I'll leave this place. Let's worship Jesus.